Well, today we hear a passage that I preached on two years ago when I was a deacon. I had asked at St. Camilla's Church if I could have the opportunity to preach for children. And this is the set of readings I got for my first time preaching for children. And if you hear it, you will probably be as horrified as I was. These are tough. Um, The first is from Maccabees, which testifies to the belief in life after death, but in the context of a Jewish family being tortured to death. And the gospel parable is about servants who are given coins by their master. And everybody, I think, thinks they know this story, but I think we're much more familiar with Matthew's version of this parable, which is actually very, very different. And the thing, the best commentaries I've read on this is to think about what happens immediately in the verse after this. This is the last teaching Jesus gives in the Gospel of Luke before entering into the city of Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And so I think the thing to do here is to compare this wicked master who becomes a king with Jesus Christ's own kingship to compare and contrast those. I will just say, I would rather preach to you any day on these scriptures than the kindergartners of St. Camilla's Church in Silver Spring, Maryland. What is important to you? Our readings today give us some challenging ideas about our values. Our first reading today about the mother and seven sons being tortured and killed for refusing to eat pork seems overly grisly and simultaneously ridiculous. But here, there is a powerful witness to the belief in life after death. Those who are confident in God's promise of eternal life have a very different set of values from those who wish to preserve their current life at all costs. I'm privileged to see this so often in the hospital. People who are confident in God's love, that God's love and God's relationship will continue after their death, approach their final days with a greater peace, a greater care for those around them. My friend John, who we prayed for the last few months before he died, had an option of having some chemotherapy to have maybe a few extra days to his life. And he decided not to have that. And he was able to die a beautiful death that even on the last night of his life, his wife Tamara was able to take his hand and sleep next to him and just woke up to him not being awake with her. The best interpretations I've read for this gospel parable, again, are to contrast this ruthless king with the kingship of Jesus Christ. The ruthless king takes up the possessions of others. The only thing Jesus took up that was not his own was the cross. Jesus does not want us to serve him out of fear of punishment. Jesus does not love the most efficient of us more than the rest of us. As Mother Teresa said, God did not call us to be successful. 
but to be faithful. 